Growing Up, Not Growing Old podcast. We might never change the world, at least we've had our say. Real talk about movies, music, politics, race, and religion. Growing Up, Not Growing Old, the feeling is still the same. Live from New York, it's the Growing Up, Not Growing Old podcast. I'm back, baby. Growing up, not growing old. This is back after a month off. I took a month off to do the Frightcast horror movie Halloween celebration extravaganza with my wife, Angela. Thanks for doing that with me, baby. I love you. But Gungo is back. My man, Jason. Jason's in the house. What do you, what do you call yourself again? Jason's in the house. Jason's in the house. Dick, shut up. I didn't tell you to talk yet. <laughs> Your mother's in the house. Fuck you. Hi, right, let's get down to brass tacks, man. Tax. What does that mean? I have no clue. Dick, you're supposed to know stuff. That's why I got you here. You don't know nothing? I don't know anything about nothing. I know... What? what? <laughs> Alright, this is going to sound funny. I mean, not ha-ha funny. Funny weird. Get the mic out of your eyeball. Shut up. I got to start taking pictures. I need a laptop. GoFundMe.com. Black... 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 Uh... GoFundMe... Stop looking at me. <laughs> GoFundMe... Backslash Gungo Help me out Alright Give Yo. this guy a fucking laptop So you can see what everybody looks like Give this guy some fucking cocaine Yeah I've been in the mood to fucking Well The kids nowadays say sniff I don't want to say snort Sound like an old man I've been I've been in the mood to just I don't fucking drink I don't do drugs I don't smoke weed I don't smoke cigarettes But yo Put some lines right here I'll fucking sniff them all Yeah it's been a very very long time And I think uh, Every once in a while I want to do it what is that? What like what is that? You know what it is? I hear people talking about it and then I start to get not like I was ever a big cocaine fan. I did a couple times and uh I had fun every time. Here's what I don't like about uh, here's what I like about it, but here's what I don't like about it. And um, you got to eat these mics by the way. You got to get like real close to them. And your mother eats Shut mics. up. <laughs> that works a couple ways and I don't like it. Whatever. <laughs> Yo, cocaine Will fucking be the best night ever And the worst night ever When you're fucking high You take those first couple bumps It's the best thing in the world As soon as you run out And you're high And your heart is racing And you can't go to sleep It's the end of the night It's the worst I think I've only been in that situation one time Because it wasn't my coke Oh that's even worse Because then it's like Everything's out of your hands That might have been the last time I've ever done coke And that was a while ago Long mm-hmm. while ago Yeah Yeah and it just It just happened And uh It was It was me Rocket and some other guy And we were hanging out And we were We were downtown Chilling And we went to this Fucking bar With a pool hall Thing in it And he started Like doing key bumps And I'm like Who the The other guy The other guy yeah And he's like Uh I'm just looking at him like, wow, it's 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 like that, huh? That's that's where this guy's head is? Hmm. Oh, yeah, all right, whatever. No big deal. I was just living my life. And he's like, do you want some? And I'm like, uh. And I, right away, conversation I'm having with myself in, in the two-second span, which to Less- me... To me, was like an hour long because... Less than two seconds, I would say. Sometimes this shit happens in a split second. Yeah, but now you got to think about things. First things first. I'm going to want more. That's number one. Number, number two, the money I had on me wasn't enough to 
to do more if I had to buy some. You know, where are you going to get it? And then I got Rocket with me too. So now it would be three guys. How much coke does this guy really have? Yeah, and if he's only doing key bumps, that's nothing. I used to hate the key bump, by the way. So at first I said no. Like, nah, I'm good. You know, because we're, we're, we're going to fucking... I'm going to yeah. do your coke now. And now you got to suck his dick when you want more. Like, Yo, a, man, li- like, get- like a little bit at a time. Yeah, let me get another tiny little bit again. Yo, well, set me up a fucking sausage link. Yeah, but we're <laughs> we're out we're out in New York City and we're we're walking around. We're you know just we're in we're in the streets. So wherever we went, it was like I was watching him do more, and I'm like, you know what? Then then Rocket's doing it. I'm like, I guess it would be kind of cool. So I'm like, yeah, sure, whatever. And he was real fr- he was real easy with it. Keep in mind, this guy was uh had a lot of money. His parents owned a jewelry store. You know who I'm talking about now? No, no, I don't know. I don't even. Know. Yeah, you wanted to kill him one time. He was over my house drinking tequila straight, like out of a glass. Oh, that Maybe guy. Maybe tequila and water. He was just. I think uh, he was glasses. Uh, no. I don't know. Little guy though, skinny. Real fucking attitude. Filipino. I don't know. Anyway, his parents owned a jewelry store. He had a lot of money. He was a really nice guy too. So whatever we we wound up doing it. And it was probably late already. I'm gonna say it's already like 1:30, and we're and there goes the first one, first bump. So then you know a couple minutes later, then you feel like a dick. Because, I know because you want more and you don't ask him. But I I didn't ask for it to begin with. I didn't go right. out in this mindset of oh we're gonna have a cocaine night. Yeah. It was just oh here would you like some? No nah, I'm good I'm good. And then you know they keep doing it. You, you, you sure? Okay. Now I'm thinking to myself is you just being nice? Or is he like genuinely, is he just like, hey, w- would you like some Coke? Or fuck, I'm, I'm doing Coke, I might as well offer it to him. But he offered it several times. And I'm like, ah, fuck it. I guess it sounded like he wanted to just spread the wealth. Maybe he just didn't want to do Coke by himself. I would just, I would gladly do it by myself. I don't give a fuck. But anyway, we started doing the Coke and uh, I don't, he must have had a bunch of little bags on him because... I don't know how much we were doing. We were just doing, you know, a little bit at a time, but mm. you know, pretty much for for a few hours. And wait, you started at one thirty a.m. Yeah. Oh shit. You no, know, we when you meet when you're hanging out with Rocket and you go into the city, it's not like you're there at ten o'clock. You're not there at eleven. You're there at twelve, twelve and on. So. But th- that would cross my mind too. It's one thirty, and I'm gonna start sn- sniffing coke now. I'd be like, holy. F-. Well, then again, back then I probably wouldn't have had kids, so it really wouldn't have mattered. Well, I don't have kids, and I didn't have kids back then either. So right. I was in the clear. Yeah. Now, but like I said, here are the, here are the, the couple things you think about in that split two seconds. You're like, number one, I'm going to want more. Two, I don't have a lot of money. Number three, then, we, then you're dedicated all night. Yeah, what are we going to have to do to get more? Because you know you're going to want more. And number three, forget about sleeping. What, what, once you do that first one, bam, you're up all night. You're up all night even if you don't want, even off the little key, I think. Yeah. So, those are four things right away. And then you're like, shit, we're going to need a lot of drinks and we're out. It's not like we're, you know, we're sitting at home with a case of beer just drinking because mm. you got to drink. No, you're out there. You're in New York City you're talking seven, $8 beers. Plus, when you're on Coke, you could just drink the whole night away, that's nonstop what, drinking. That's what I'm saying. It's like, it's almost like the Coke cancels out the alcohol or something because you could just drink all night. Yeah, beer's just something to do while. While you're doing coke, I guess. Yeah. You know, re- remember Mike Brustad that from way back in the day? Yeah. He used to do a lot of coke, a lot. Mm. And uh, 
I remember I would be smoking pot. He would be doing coke because we were like fucking 12. And uh, he's like, you know, I can't smoke pot and do coke at the same time. He goes, ever since my uncle yelled at me when I was when I was doing coke, I started smoking pot. He was like, no, it, it, you can't speed up and then slow down. You know, it's like a rubber band and stretching it out, letting it go. You just, Yeah. I don't know what the fuck he was saying at the time. I know, yeah. You know what it means now, though. Now I know what it means. But fucking fuck. The last time I did coke, I was with, um, I think I was with Jeremy and maybe one of his peoples. I don't know. But again, all night, right? So I'm driving home. Were you sitting in the basement the whole time? Yeah. That's boring. Yeah. That's tough. But when you're on that shit, you know, you'll find something. Everything is everything's euphoric and great and everybody's lovey-lovey and it's awesome and you know, we were there all night. You see, I didn't have Can't that. Can't do that now, but I didn't have that many crazy cocaine nights where I did a a quantity you know, like fucking a lot. He fucking Except- had a fucking. Wait, let me just finish the story. He had a giant bag, like a fucking like a mound of it. How big? How big is a giant bag? Like fucking, like one of them freeze, like the mother motherfucking freezer bag commercial, like the Ziploc freezer bag commercials with the turkey in it. Like one of those. That's a lot. I mean, well, maybe not a turkey, but maybe like a Cornish hen or something. But like an ounce of coke is a lot of coke. Hey, it looked like a it looked like a fucking boulder. Like an you ounce know- of coke is like. Like a half a baseball, almost. He made it maybe more. Than he that. made he, he yo that fucking he had a like at least two baseball. He had like a, two softballs in there. It was huge. It was monstrous. I think it was all like non non stepped on shit. I didn't shit all night. Not bad. Maybe once. I feel like I got a shit talking about this. Isn't that funny? Because we got yo. I don't know how it is in the country. Yo, last time I did coke in New York. Yo, shit fucking city. Baby laxative. Shit city. Anyway, so I'm driving home, and I'm fucking wide out of my fucking face. It's like fucking 7 in the morning. And I'm just like, holy shit. I, I, the, the, the night's over. You're depressed because you don't got no more coke. You don't know what to I don't want to... I can't sleep. Yo. I fucking went to the store, got the fucking... What's those pills called? Benadryl. No. The, uh... The little yellow ones. Nuprin? No, the sleeping pills. That was a good one. <laughs> little yellow, good... Is that what Nuprin was? Nuprin. They don't even have Nuprin anymore, do oh, they? I'm Yo, old. Dones. Dones. Those are gone. Back pain. Remember those? Dones? Nope. Fuck you. <laughs> um, yeah, fucking, I don't know. There was these pills you take when you need to sleep. Yo, man, I went home, I took two of these sleeping pills, and I was out. Talk about fucking rubber band. Yo, that time when I was with, with, with Rockin' and his boy, we were doing shit all night. He lived in Westbury at the time, so we... I fucking drove, too, the whole night. Wow. I drove from New York City back to Westbury. And by the time we got to his house, it had to be like 6, 7 o'clock in the morning. How far is Westbury from NYC? No, I'm going to say about 30 minutes. Okay. 30 minutes. And he had this really nice apartment. Like I said, his his family were jewelers. <clears throat> and we went in there, we hung out, and he starts drinking green tea because he's like Filipino. And he makes me a green tea. I'm like, wow, this is fucking weird. Everything was weird. I mean, first green tea. He's Filipino. He's like acting real cool. I've never been there before. Rocket's all comfortable fucking doing what he's doing. I'm like, shit. All right, let me try and go to sleep. Sit down and... Wait, it was... You guys went there and that was it? That was the night? Like, you guys went there to sleep? Well, the night was over. That's it. What was I going to do? You guys didn't just go your separate ways? Go home? No. I don't know. That's we, weird. We, that we is weird. Back, we went to... 
Kevin was his name. We went back to his place, hung out, and uh, I don't know. We just chilled, and that was that. I don't know. You know what? We played fucking video games. You know what? We played Rock Band. Oh, yeah. That's a good cocaine night. We played Rock Band at his house, and then next thing you know, it was late, and I'm like, fuck. And he starts taking uh, the Benadryl. I'm like, wow, do you have any more? He's like, no. Oh, boy. I'm like, motherfucker. So there I am all wired up, but I'm tired. I'm really tired, but there's no sleeping. No sleeping. No sleeping. So I sit in this little couch. It's like a love seat, and I got my feet hanging up the top. And what it, a disaster. It was, it was, dude, it was a tough night. I didn't sleep a wink. No, no way. All right. So as soon as the light came up, I guess, you know, maybe, let me back it up. Maybe we got to his house at like five when the bars closed at four. We got to his place about five, hung out. And then from like five to six, when he left, it was just me and Rocket sitting there. Rocket, I don't know if he fell asleep or what, but I, I got the little love seat couch. I'm taking up the thing, got my feet up where I'm, then I'm curled up. I'm every which way. I'm like, fuck. The sun came up. I was like, yo, I'm out of here. And oh, I re- fuck yeah. I remember I had my car. Rocket had his car. And I'm like, dude, I, I got to go. Uh, there's nothing for me here right now. There's nothing. Yeah. You'd so, much rather be awake at home. So he's like, all right, let, let's get out of here. We get in our cars. We drive home. And guess what? It fucking snowed on the way home. It was the first snow of the year. Wow. Yeah. So that will be in my head forever because we did coke that night yeah no doubt you know all that white all that snow the powder and everything and then driving home it fucking snowed like as soon as I got in my car I turned the key start driving I'm like it's fucking snowing out <laughs> like you know that first snow you're yeah, like yeah you're like what holy shit I forgot about driving in the snow and uh it was weird that's man. cool though I like that shit now keep in mind I'm up all night so I'm all fucking groggy like I'm all like next day coked out and I'm driving home all freaking all like wacky and it's snowing out I'm all I had no tint on my windows back then that was great that was a tough ride home yeah and I can uh, imagine the ride home from fucking Queens that's a that's a Gucci <laughs> I got I got a good cocaine story though. go ahead shoot alright Big Rich Big Rich is dead now he died. He overdosed on, I think, heroin and cocaine. Speedball? Did he know it was a speedball? I don't think, but he he was kind of a... Oh, wait, was it heroin or cocaine, or was it heroin up the nose thinking it was cocaine? I think it was... From the story was that it was heroin thinking it was cocaine, and someone killed him on purpose, because he was yeah. a really, really big dude. He was like 6'3"-ish, and he was a big fucking stocky dude, and he was a complete asshole all the time. He had big size, and he pushed people around, and, and then he started doing steroids, and, and him and the other big guy, who I'm not going to name, they were both fucking monsters, and they would just be dicks to everybody. Let me tell you real quick about Rich, about the dick thing. He was cool to us, but he was a dick at the same time, but he was a fun dick. One time I bought a car. It was a red Nissan 240SX, and I don't know what Rich was driving at the time, but I pull up to our mutual friend's house. And uh, his name was Jamie. We pulled up to Jamie's house. I wanted to show everyone my car. And guess who pulls up in the same car in black version? <laughs> Rich. And he looks at me and says, yo, I bought this car just to be a dick. <laughs> and and he he always was a dick. Like, he was, he would be a dick on purpose to everybody. But, you know, he was cool around us. We were the inner circle. Yeah, we were crew. So. We would joke around constantly about being dicks to each other or, or being like, ah, you know, that's a nice fucking... Back then, we had, like, Sega Genesis. He goes, hey, you know what? I like that fucking thing. Maybe I'll take it home with me. Yeah. And then, like, you had to wonder, was he really going to fucking steal that just to be a dick? 
we would go to the fucking mall. We'd, Ooh, and he, cool. we, there'd be a fucking store. He'd be in the store. He'd find like a shirt or something. He'd look back at us and be like, property of. And how then about, leave with it. How about the first time we hung out with him? The very first time you had the Monte Carlo with the green door. Dude, I thought he was like 30. Now, I was probably 16. Mike, 17. Rich had to be 15. He was younger, yeah. He was 15 years old and he had to look like he was 28 at the time. That big of a dude. He was just a monster. Yeah. We really don't know him. He just moved on to my block. And we started hanging out, smoking pot together and everything. We go to the mall. We're hanging out. And out of nowhere, he grabs a Tommy Hilfiger jacket and runs out of the mall with it. Just fucking run. Doesn't say anything. Yeah. I look at Mike. I'm like, yo, are we leaving this guy here? Because He was the new guy. Brand new guy. He was new guy. He he fucking took it, blammo, ran out. Fuck just like that. The tag on it and everything. And then he runs over to us. Yo, I just took this jacket. I'm like, <laughs> I'm real nervous around you. <laughs> but anyway. True story. True story this. he um, It turned out he had a crack problem. He smoked bass. Mm. And he, had a, he did a lot of coke and wound up smoking it. He sold a lot of coke too. He sold a lot of coke. But he didn't sell a lot of coke until he wound up getting a settlement. And he wound up buying a lot of coke. He bought a few mm. ounces of coke. And uh, we both rode motorcycles. And I purposely uh, messed up his motorcycle throttle, the uh, the choke, because uh, he stole the battery out of my motorcycle because his didn't work. And he, he calls me up. He's like, oh, I'm having a hard time starting up my motorcycle. And I knew what was wrong. Yeah. I, I fucked up his throttle, yeah. his, the choke, the idle on it. I turned it all the way the other way so it wouldn't start. So I go over there, and I, I'm like, yeah, yeah, sure, I'll help you out. He's like, yo, come over, bro. I'll, I'll give you a nice piece. And I was like, what the fuck's he talking about? Yeah. yeah I, I didn't know if it was a gun, this, that. I'm like, yeah, whatever. Yeah. And with him, it could have been anything. Could have been anything. So I go over there, right? And what do I see? I see cucumbers. I see condoms. I see a pretty large mound of Coke. And it was all, it was a rock, like mm. just one big, all right? And I'm like, yo, what the fuck were you doing over here? What's going on? He's like, oh, we had a couple girls last night, and we were uh, we were poking them with cucumbers and, and shit. And I looked over, and like he had one of those one of those lamps, that pedestal lamps. And it's like six feet tall, kind of yeah. like, like this. And on it was an elephant thong. Wait, what's that? It, it, it's a it's a thong for men. All right, underwear for oh, men with a trunk. Okay. With a trunk, I'm like, what the fuck is that? He goes, oh, I was wearing that last night. <laughs> I'm like, how many people were here? He was like, oh no, probably like six or eight of us. I'm like, and you were what? wearing that in front of dudes? He goes, yeah. Nobody totally confident. Like, yeah. how many dudes? I, I guess they had a uh, they had a lot of coke, and either they got hookers or they just got some slut whores, and uh, shit was going on. Yeah, that was a he was a crazy fuck, man. He, he was crazy. He used so, to, okay, so, hold okay. on. so I go over there. I fucking fix it. Starts right up, of course, because I, I knew what was wrong with it. Did you get the piece first or after? No, no. I didn't give a fuck. I just did it to do it. Now, I walk over. He's like, here, let me hook you up. I'm like, with what? And I didn't do coke, right? Like, at all. I didn't really do it. It wasn't. It was out of my realm. It just I didn't even smoke weed anymore, I think. As soon as I started driving, I stopped smoking everything. And uh, he had a Swiss Army knife. 
Okay, you know, with all the fucking pop outs. Yeah, and he had, scissors and shit. He had the saw part. You know, it's saw. It's like yeah. really fucking like shark teeth. Yeah. And he holds the rock, which is probably, let's see, what can I, what can I resemble it? It looked like, uh, it was, it was big enough to hold with one hand. Yeah, okay, good. sawing at it with the fucking, with the, uh, Swiss Army knife. Swiss saw. Army knife. Saw. And shit's just fucking falling him off, and he grabs a bunch. And he goes, yo, hold out your hand. And I'm thinking to myself, you can't put it in your hand. It's going to fucking, you know, melt. Yeah, away. yeah, sweaty hand. But it wasn't, it wasn't powder. It was just whatever powder that was in my hand was just what fell off of the yeah. fucking large. And now that I think about it, it was probably about, I don't know, maybe two to three eight balls. Like what he gave me. That's right crazy. There. Yeah, I know. And it broke up to a lot. And I had it. I didn't really fucking do it. And I was like, all right, cool, whatever. And he's like, you want to do some? And I'm like, uh... No, and we hung out for a little bit, mm-hmm. and then later on he starts blasting lines, blasting lines. I'm like, ah, fuck it, let me do it. And this is like my first time really actually doing it. Mm. So there we were, sitting in his house. Remember that old brick house? Yeah, yeah, that for 100%. Dude, I don't know where the fuck his mother was. I don't know where his fucking mother's husband's boy, whatever he was. We used to make fun of him because his mom worked at the titty joint. Yeah. <laughs> Well, dude, there we are sitting in this little four-by-four kitchen table, just me and him, and this kitchen table. That's just just weird, man. Dude, crushing up, like, just grabbing whatever and crushing it right on the table. No mirror, no nothing, just on the table. And he's like, cutting it all up, and I really enjoyed cutting up the coke. I love that, Like, when I say, oh, we should do coke, it's mainly because I want to cut it up. It's the ritual. I yeah. love the ritual of it. It's the ritual of smoking weed, doing coke, all that shit. And, uh, dude, I was just, hey, yeah, let me cut it. And I was, I was enjoying it so much. And I was like, and I was doing little lines, like maybe like two inches. Start a kit. Yeah, like little fucking baby shit. This guy, he was fucking, he was slugging it up and blasting one line with one nose, one through the other nose, and this and that. And then he's like, you know what? Here. And he just gave me like my own. Oh my god Could you imagine it I'm gonna say In my knowledge now It was probably about a gram Maybe Yeah probably about a gram Just get a little closer to the mic I don't want to miss a word He said He gave me It was probably about a gram And uh, you know Just a boulder And there I am I'm just loving life Cutting it up You know Enjoying the whole fucking ritual And dude We talked For probably a good Four to five hours At least four to five hours Just Fucking babbling. We got so fucking deep about nothing. About nothing and everything. Nothing. I'll tell yo, we'll do some coke right now. I'll tell you my innermost secrets for no reason. Just cause everything's fucking euphoric and happy and awesome. I definitely connected with him that night. Oh, I just burped, I blew it your way back. You smell it? I don't give a fuck. So dude, we connected that night. We we know we became and uh, everything was great. And then eventually he wound up fucking he wound up getting really involved in it. He was making lots of money. He had all these new friends that were, you know, everybody was a tough guy, and I just faded yeah. out from that. And he went to the bar, and he would start fights with everybody. His whole crew would just start shit with everybody. They didn't care. And uh, sure enough, somebody gave him Coke that didn't like him, and it wasn't Coke. Uh, I got something to tag onto that. One thing is he always said... Uh, he doesn't. He never wanted to live past thirty. He always said that I'm gonna die. He's like, yo, one day he was like, yo, I stopped using condoms. He was like, I don't give a fuck. I'm gonna die young. He really? always used to say that. 
and he died young. <laughs> what was he, 22, 23? How, well, how many years ago was that? Well, we were there and we saw Ray's dad there, right? And now he's gone. He's gone. I was, th- I was thinking about him the other day. And you know what? Because I was thinking about Coke and I remember you telling me that his dad had to eat an eight ball when he got pulled over by the cops. Remember, my dad ate an eight ball. His dad told some tall tales. That might have been one of them. Um, you know what? I believe everything that his dad said. Ah, uh, he was always telling fucking crazy stories. You know what though? Look at it like this. I, I'm working around a lot of older guys, and now that I'm 35, I'm turning into an older guy. Yo, you're 36, by the way. Soon. All right, well, whatever. I'm 36 <laughs> and I'm turning into an older guy. And look, I got some good stories. I got some good, good shit that I've been through in life, and that's nothing compared to other people I know that age. And I'm working with a kid who's 19 years old. He's the helper. He's, and I tell him some fucked up stories, and he looks at, me, and I don't think he believes me. And I'm like, no, really, that that shit. It's the growing up, not growing old podcast. All right, sorry about that. Um, as you guys well know, I record on my phone because I don't have a laptop. Allow me to take over for everybody who's listening. No, go fuck yourself. No. I'm not done. Come on. What do you want? Mike's got a very good show. He's got so many good things. He's got this big mixer, but everybody fucking donate five bucks. If you like the show, you know it's free. You listen to it. He's got like fucking 100 episodes. Give him fucking five dollars. Send it to him, however the fuck you send it to him. I'll do it too, and we'll just give him five bucks, and he'll—I'm sure—he'll build up enough money. Now, Mike's a hardworking two kids. He, he supports things. He's a nice guy, and this is his outlet. He doesn't do drugs. He's not drinking, and uh, I'm very proud of him. Let's help him get a real fucking laptop because he's doing it all on his phone. It's a 4S. It's not fucking that new. He's got... Uh, I, I could show you the whole setup. It's fucking... It, it's cool. And then it's... Everything else is cool except the Mickey Mouse phone. He needs a laptop. He, need, he, he knows what he's doing. He just lacks a little funding. He needs an angel investor. And let's all just do it. Let's do it. I'll give him five fucking dollars. You give him five dollars. It'll equal up to a, at least two, three hundred dollars in less than a couple months. And uh, let's just do it. The show will be better. That's at GoFundMe.com backslash Gungo. Thank you. Just do it. Appreciate fucking, that. It's only five bucks. If you smoke cigarettes and you live in New York, it costs ten dollars to smoke cigarettes. I lose five dollars. I don't even know. I Is lost it, it already. Is it $10 for a pack of smokes? That's probably more. Jesus fucking fuck. Why are people smoking in, in New York? Give this kid fucking $5 and let it build up. I'll, I'll, I got a connection with the computer guy. We'll get him a discount. Trust me. Thanks, Jay. Appreciate that. Not a problem. That bro. was a Not good a little fucking speech you just did, dude. I'm impressed. I'm, I'm a little... That shit, that shit... I feel that shit in my heart, man. I really feel that shit. Well, it's not really a speech you're made up. It's, it's the truth, you know? The, the, the show is free. The show is free. It, there's no monthly charge. There's no nothing. Help us help you. Or help Mike help you. I'm just a guest. I've only been on a few episodes. But I listen, and it's awesome. All right, so we're back. The phone fucking crapped out on us. I don't know what happened. It said storage is empty or some shit. So storage I, is full. St- oh, storage is full. <laughs> oh, yeah, if storage is empty, it would work. So I deleted some apps. I deleted all my junk mail, my trash. So uh, we well, should be good to go, man. Um, 
I apologize about that. So what's going on, man? What's what's up? Here's here's what I'm thinking. You ever hear of uh uh, uh what is it called? Tantric tantric sex? Tantric, yeah. Tantric where uh where you where you can come for like an hour or have like the orgasmic feeling, right? Without moving. Without moving, but you could do it and it feels I, I don't know if it's true. Yeah. But that's something I would like to do. Not that I could because I got ADD and I fucking can't focus on anything. All right, so go ahead with your fucking tantric sex. All right, has nothing. This conversation has nothing to do with nothing. But I'm driving in the fucking work van and I'm thinking, you know, I look at my Instagram. My Instagram is nothing but girls, and not like like a girl that you would meet. It's all like fucking uh, yoga pants, this squats, that, um, fucking uh, juicy asses. It's all. It's never just a singular girl. It's always like a little site where all the girls are. And I scroll through my Instagram, bam, bam, bam. Then there's like, you know, a couple of my friends, some cars, some motorcycles. But 90% is all fucking juicy asses and and fucking everything like that. And I'm thinking to myself, what if I could change or change what's in my my thought process where I can look at something else and have that same fucking sexy feeling like, oh, I fucking want that. You know, like you see a nice juicy ass with the fucking pink taco hanging out underneath the underwear, and it's like, oh. So you want to take that 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 urge and and mis- and direct it to something else. I want to harness it and see if I could like like when I look at really ni- cool cars and motorcycles, I get a similar type of feeling like, oh that oh that fu- I that's yeah. the shit right there. Right, right. And uh, I wonder if I could do that with something totally not the same. Like maybe a certain fucking tree or or something like that, just to get that feeling, so I can have more of that feeling. Cause I'm a fucking full blown horn dog, you know. I, I, I hmm. you know, I, I've been pretty good, not banging everything. Yeah. So if I could get that same feeling from like uh, hypothetically speaking, let's say this fucking Corona bottle. Every time I look at this Corona, yeah. I'm like, oh my god, I could fucking jerk off right now, or or get the same feeling from something else. And I That's think, interesting. I think, you know, the mind is totally trainable to do anything. Oh, fuck yeah. And uh, I was just thinking about that as I'm driving. I'm like, wow, you know what? As I'm, as I'm driving, looking at Instagram, fucking pussy and ass and fucking nice thighs and oh my God. And I'm like, I wonder if I could look at something else and get the same fucking feeling. How would you even begin to think about this? Is that where this tantric comes in? Meditation? These kind of things? Yes. Yes. Right. I was wondering if I if I can just, just get that feeling from doing something else. I don't even know where you would begin with that. You would have to really fucking... Like you have adrenaline junkies, right? Who get that same fucking scary feeling, which makes your heart beat, which gives you that whole fucking euphoric feeling. They can't find that feeling anywhere else. You know what, man? I, I ride skateboards, BMX, my motorcycle, dirt bikes, anything that, that scares me pretty much. And uh, I love it. Even I find myself getting into uh, personal situations, uh, conflicts with people. And it wasn't until like two or three years ago I found out that I was kind of getting myself into these arguments with people or whatever just to get into an argument with people. Mm. Like I, I, I was just an arguer for no reason. Right. And that's what made my heart beat hard and fast, and I would get nervous. And who knows? A lot of the times, it got physical. And it's a I drug. Didn't, I didn't. I didn't want to get physical, but I guess I was kind of an asshole. 
but subconsciously, I think I was just doing it to entertain myself. Well, that's why in every crew, there's one guy who always starts fights, and that's the guy who's addicted to that. It's not that I'm a fighter, although I have been in certain situations. But take that feeling, and that's why those guys are like that, because they have that, that little feeling that you recognize. They just go with it without thinking about it, without recognizing it. They just go with it. That's why every crew has the one guy who's always fighting. Well, I always thought that was, you know, for different reasons. There's other things involved, definitely. But I think that's part of it. The drug, it's 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 an endorphin release or something. Endorphin releasing. I wonder if I can just, some abstract item, maybe it's a fucking street sign or a certain grass or a flower, anything, anything. If I can just train my brain to get that same fucking cool feeling of looking at ass and so I can pretty much be chilling with any girl driving around, flicking through stuff instead of me staring at porno. Right. You know, I wonder if I can get a fucking hard on and, and just want to fucking. And then where would that take me? Let's just say it, it was a fucking street sign. Every time I saw a certain street sign, like a stop sign, I'd be like, oh, I want to fucking fuck. But would I want to fuck or would I want something else? Yo, I don't know, man. I think you can definitely get that done. If you really wanted to do that, like I mean, I, you don't, don't, you don't really want to do it. It's just a theory, but I think you could, you could definitely do that. You can train the brain to fucking look at uh, obnoxiously, annoyingly loud ticking clock like the one behind me to get you fucking hard or get you excited or get get that rush. It's just a weird thing. Like sometimes the mind is so powerful. Sometimes if I'm at a stoplight, I'll look off into the grass to the lawn to my left. I'll see. A, a one blade of grass just flowing in the wind and for some reason I'm instantly transported back to like 93 and I, I'm instantly there then the light turns green I go on my life I think I would I could easily do meditation and get lost in my head and do if all, I do, all you need is time to fucking practice that shit and time is exactly what I don't have nobody has time at least no one that lives here in New York I, you know I feel like I don't have two jobs, but I have one solid job, and I do a lot of work after work, like helping people, side work type shit, doing what I do at work, but for someone else. And uh, I feel like I come home, and I don't want to do shit. Nothing. Yo, I blast my horn at people, and I'm not even in a rush. You're an asshole. That's you do that too. Come on, you're telling me if someone's in front of you and they're not going as fast as you are? Get the fuck out of the way. I did it today. There's one, there was a car in front of me, all right, and there was a big uh, construction site. It was all dirt, and there were big trucks, and it was definitely something cool to look at at the red light. I'm getting tight just thinking about it. And uh, the light turned green, and the the woman in front of me is still looking to the left. Get right on the horn. One second, two second, and as I hit the horn, someone behind me hit the horn <laughs> at the same time. <laughs> and I looked in the back, like, what the this guy looking at yeah, right, Meanwhile, right. I'm the asshole saying it to the one in front of me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, exactly. But, uh, yeah, man. Yo, George Carlin said it the best. He was like, he's a New Yorker, so, I mean, you ever notice you're on the highway and the fucking guy who's speeding past you doing 100 is a maniac and the guy who's too slow doing 50 is an asshole? They're both assholes. <laughs> That's both. the way it is. It, right, how about this one? How about you're in Manhattan? You're in Manhattan. All right, you're driving, all right? You're driving, and you go to make a right-hand turn, and the, the, the streets have people in it, and you can't just 
make put on your blinker and turn you gotta ease yeah. up everybody's walking and if there's a sign which says it's white and it says walk or green and it says walk everybody's walking but then there'll be a space and you go but if that shit says don't walk and there's one or two people walking you fucking you speed go. up you and go. you look at them all hard and you're like what the fuck what's the fucking sign say yeah but if you're in the city and you're walking and you're just crossing the street, whether it says fucking walk or don't walk, the car is the utter enemy. Always. Utter enemy. And the people are your enemy if you're driving. What the fuck? You want to get yeah. out of the car and fight? There's no friends. One time I was, I'm driving through the city and it was, it must have rained that day or whatever. And I did the same thing. You know, it. the people were allowed to walk, but there was a gap and I'm moving through. I make my right turn. And somebody hit my car with their umbrella because I was getting close to him. It, it was really mainly my fault. I'm in a rush all day. This guy fucking hits my car. So I hit the brake. All right. I roll down the window. I look back and the guy just kept walking. He didn't see that I stopped. But I was ready to fucking flip out. Yeah, all, don't all, touch he my... was, all he did was tap my car with the fucking umbrella and I'm ready to, I'm ready to kill. Don't touch my car. I'm ready because you're the enemy. You're walking. I'm driving. It's the fucking city and that's it. How about if you're the guy? Line. What if if some guys come and I'm yo I'm fucking walking here. I'm <laughs> Just fucking like that movie. walking. I'm walking. That's not even a made up thing. I, that's what I, I'm fucking walking. What, what the fuck? What's the sign say? Can I tell you about that driving in the city, making that right turn when people are walking? I love squeezing through that gap. Yo, if you don't hustle, I'm cutting right through. You leave a fucking hole, I'm get I'm getting my car right through that hole. I don't know if I ever told this story before, but when I was when I was 21, I was the apprentice and we used to have to work in the city and the guy was 33 years old. All right, and we used to drive into Manhattan every day. We'd fight traffic on the expressway, get in the city, and then once we're in the city, you know, it's still kind of early. It's about six thirty in the morning, and there's not that many people walking. This guy would drive the work van fast, and uh, we'd probably be doing like forty-five, fifty down one block, and if the light was green, he was crossing the street. If there was someone walking. He'd floor the gas, and you would hear it in that work van. And be like, and he would slam on the brake at the very last second. People would actually put their hands on the hood with fucking the wow, fright really? in their eyes, and the guy would get out of the fucking van. Or he was a tall dude. He would either get out or stick his big fucking head out and be like, <laughs> "What's the fucking sign say, dude? This is at like six fifteen in the morning." That's serious, though. What's the fucking sign say? Really? Don't walk. What's the sign say? For real. Said don't walk, and that's why he fucking floored it. He used to he used to keep he didn't smoke cigarettes in the ashtray. He used to keep change, all right. And he would fucking pick up the change when people were doing dumb shit, especially when we're driving like on the expressway. He would throw the change at the cars. That's crazy. He was a fucking nut, but he was also on steroids, and he would drink a a Fedra drinks. Remember, is it yeah. a Fedrin or a Fedra? A Fedrin. A Fedrin drinks when it was legal. So he would take the ephedra pills and he would have a, one of the, uh, it was probably like a 20 ounce ephedra drink. And he would go to the gym in the morning, 5 o'clock. And then I would meet up with him at Park and Ride and we'd drive into the city. So he was all hopped up, 6 o'clock. In wow, the morning. he's He was up. hopped up. And I just, no, I was out, dude. I was, I was probably coming home or just dropping off a girl. For real, for serious. And I'd probably be working on about anywhere from 4 to from I'd say three to five hours sleep on a normal everyday basis, weekdays. 
And this motherfucker was amped in the morning, bro. He was amped. Throwing change at people, yelling, flooring the gas, and then slamming on the brake. What's the fucking side say? <laughs> at the I'd top like, of his lungs. Holy fucking shit, man. I can see that, though. That really happened. And he was from Florida, too, this guy. Yeah, but it doesn't matter because this fucking, fucking from Florida. This fucking people, when they don't do what they're supposed to do, fuck them. It's ball bets are off. When you don't do what you're supposed to do on the road, everyone knows the road, the rules of the road. You follow them or you're dead. Yo, yo, those people deserve to get yelled at like that. Let me tell you, I'm driving a big fucking work van today, and I'm going to work, and I gotta get over. And this fucking woman, like, I'm like almost like in the back. I'm in the middle lane. I gotta get in the right lane to make my right turn coming up. And I got my blinker on, and I can't slow down because the fucking asshole behind me on the right lane wouldn't let me over. So I'm kind of trapped in the middle, so I'm slowly starting to work. It's a pretty big van, you know, so someone's going to move. Put my blinker on. So I speed up. I go around this fucking bitch because I can't get over. And I'm in a big van, so I do it a turn slow because it's not a car. And this fucking woman pulls up alongside me and speeds up and cuts me off. Oh. <laughs> and I'm laughing at her. I'm like, what the fuck do you want me to do? And I don't know what the fuck she was saying. There's fucking crazy people out there, man. Yeah, I guess I was one of them because I'm yelling at her with my windows up, the radio's on. She's yelling back with her windows up. And it's like, it's it's other fucking war, bro. It, it is. is. It is war. And no one thinks they're wrong ever. How many times did you did you get out of the car? There's been times where did you ever get out of the car? Um, there's been times where my intentions were to get out of the car, open the door, start to step out, and the other guy's gone. Like the other guy keeps driving or doesn't look or you know what I'm saying? Like, did what? it happen or that's your intention? No, no. There's been times where I wanted to, I stop the car. And I go to get out, and the other guy either keeps going or is not around. You know what I'm saying? Like, let's say someone does something stupid to you, and you stop the car and you want to go talk to them or whatever, but they keep going. So I've never been in a situation where I had to get out and fucking confront somebody. Um, there's there's been situations where you, I mean, we've all been in this situation where somebody does something stupid on the road, and then you end up next to him with the light. All so right. you roll up to him. I'm I'm already looking at him before I stop next to him. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's, it's immediate already. You're looking and, at him the whole time. You're not even the, looking at where you're going. You just this and the person is just looking straight. Not even he doesn't. He doesn't even acknowledge. They fucked up. Doesn't even acknowledge that you're looking at them. You're just staring. You know they feel you looking at them. I'm staring, window down, just waiting for you to look over. <laughs> look over. Roll I, your window down so I can yell at you. I don't know if it's a New York thing or what, but it, it has to be like an East Coast fucking angry thing. Ah, uh, you know what? About the it. traffic is real bad in LA, man. So there's a, they, they probably deal with some shit over there too. They got the worst traffic in the country, I think. All right, so but I don't know how they act. I don't know how they how they deal with it. They're probably like, "Hey, bro, you cut me off, bro. What's up, bro? What you <laughs> gonna do, bro? Yo, is that how we feel? look at fucking Californians? <laughs> I, I do. Yo, I want to say what's up to the Hanging Out cast and Attention Deficit Order and Pot of the Damn. Three of my favorite shows, all from the West Coast, and none of those motherfuckers sound like that. Sorry, so. guys. <laughs> what do I know? I watch fucking Point Break. No, but listen, when they do us, they talk like, yo, fucker from New York. That's how they talk. You know what? So they, they do- hear Andrew Dice Clay. They think fucking... Uh, so we do, we do their voice, they do our voice, and... 
people in the Midwest they talk like this. I'll tell you one thing. I'm glad I'm not from fucking Boston. I'm glad I'm not from Chicago. What's worse, the Chicago accent or the Boston accent? Boston's bad. You look like a complete fool. A Chica- complete fool. Yo, Chicago's pretty bad too. Chicago's pretty bad in the beds. Chicago. But you know what though? The 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 uh the car and the yard. Oh, they call it dropping R's, right? You don't you don't say the R. Everything's like car, fucking bah. Remember, you know Jaws, right? In the beginning of Jaws, they're from New York. They moved, they moved to Boston, New England, whatever. And um, the they wake up in the morning, and the wife's like, and then the, and they say, "Where's the kid?" And Roy Scheider's is like, "He's in the backyard." And and she's like, "No, that's not how you say it." He's like, "Okay, he's in the backyard next to the car." I don't remember that shit. That's horrible. Uh, what's up, Chris? Chris remembers it. Dude, you ever watch uh, Ray Donovan? No. I like Ray Donovan. That's a good show. And uh, how, they're from Boston. How bad is the wife? I heard the wife's a cunt. Dude, that's what I'm, that's where I'm getting because she talks like, I don't know, it, it feels like... People are dropping off that show because of her. When when you talk to somebody from, from Boston, you kind of look at them like... You're not that smart, are you? <laughs> That's how people look at us, though. Well, at least me, because I got the dopiest accent. You, you I was got fucking, a heavy accent. Well, because here's, here's the fucked up. I was born in Brooklyn. I learned how to talk in Brooklyn. I know you're supposed to say speak, but fuck everybody. I learned how to talk in Brooklyn, but then I grew up on Long Island. So I'm all fucking mixed up. I'm exactly the same thing, except my mother has no education whatsoever. She <laughs> She's just now, in her later years... Learning how to read well. And that's a big thing. She, like, grew up in a convent. And my father, you know, I'm not going to say he's stupid, but he's fucking, he's pretty Brooklyn. And I mean, like, all he knows is street smarts. That's it. He's got, like, no. Yeah. You you tell this guy to put together a fucking anything. I don't think he's doing it, honestly. You told me a great story about your father once. Um, uh, what does he do? He's an extraditor? What, what does he do? Right now, currently? No, uh, let's. Uh, uh, this story goes back a long time. Uh, he had he was holding somebody. Oh my god, I was and there. I was there. Fucking, I was in that area today, and I told that story. Right, he was holding somebody, and you were with him. And he was like, "Yo, Jay, just keep your eye on this guy for a little while, or something. I don't know what it was." And you were, and you were thinking to yourself, or you said to him, "Do you leave, you're gonna leave me a weapon?" Do, or, do you or want something? me to tell the whole story? I'm, I'm, I want you to. I'm just trying to refresh your memory. You know what I'm talking about? I know it to the T because I right, just go. told it last week. All right, my father works for a subcontractor. He's a retired city cop, New York City cop. All right, he's probably like fucking sixty years old right now. All right, a couple years back. All right. He gives me a call, and he said, hey, do you want to make some extra money? I'm like, uh, yeah, yeah, what's up? And he goes, now, right now, he at that time, he was doing immigration. He was taking people back to their country for a private subcontractor who got paid, I guess, from the government to do what they had to do. And they hire, you know, I guess, ex-cops and people that have some sort of background with detaining people. So he's been all over the world. He's been in fucking pretty much, you know, he's, he's been to all sorts of Europe, a lot of Africa, Romania, people who, who stole away on ships to come to America or come here illegally. But mainly not like Mexican or El Salvadorian, like Africa, Europe, um, just Asia. Asia, things like that. So 
he calls me up. He's like, hey, you want to make a couple extra dollars? You know, we're, we're watching a guy. We have to hold on to him for two weeks while his paperwork, something happened to the guy's paperwork. They couldn't put him on a plane and take him back to his country. Something happened with the paperwork. So you have to hold him in America for two weeks. And I'm like, what, what does that mean exactly? He goes, well, right now we have him in a hotel. I'm like, you have him in a hotel? I'm like, where are you? He's like, I'm on Long Island. But we had him in a, in a, in a nicer hotel. And everything's paid for. There's two guys that watch him, two 12-hour shifts, and they stagger it. So I'm like, all right, well, what do you want me to do? He's like, well, I just need you to sit in the room. There'll be someone else there with you. It's a 12-hour shift. And, you know, you just sit there. The guy's locked up. There's no, he's not going to do nothing. I'm like, all right, fine, whatever. I'll go there. The guy's going to pay me $25 an hour cash. Fuck yeah, I'll do it, right? I'm 26 or 27 at the time. And I was dating a cop, a Long Island cop. So... I, I go to this hotel. It's not even a hotel. It's a motel. All right? And it's right next to, like, a McDonald's and, a, and like, a main road. And uh, I go. I see my dad. I'm like, hey, what's going on? This and that. This is outside the motel. And he goes, oh, well, let me tell you how it goes. You know, this guy will do, uh, you know, 6 to 6. And the other guy will do 12 to 12 so that you have constant coverage and the guys stagger. I'm like, all right, cool. Well, what do I? What do you want me to do? He's like, I don't care how long you stay. You know, someone's got to be here. So I'm like, all right, cool. So I sit around with him. I, I read a, a, a some magazines. I'm hanging out with my dad, and the guy that was detained was a guy from Africa. He was a younger guy. I'm gonna say he was about 21, 22. He was in tip-top shape. He had to be like six one, and like a like a good runner's build. I'm talking like a guy that was in shape. Not a guy that lifts weights, a guy that was in shape, like a swimmer. He had a he had an afro, but not like a like an afro that, you know, someone made. It was just long, longer African hair. This guy was from fucking Africa. And uh he got on a ship from Africa and he got into some people found him on, on the ship and he beat up the guys and you know, it's life or death from there. They wound up getting him in Philly. You know, they, they detained him on the ship. They wrapped him up in rope or whatever the fuck it was. And they got him in Philly. So my dad would go to Philadelphia, get him, bring him to New York, and then they take him to LaGuardia or JFK to take Sounds him Sounds like Midnight Run. It's kind of weird, right? So I go there. There he is. It's just one, one African guy. And he's sitting on the bed with his back on the wall, feet on the bed. And he's handcuffed. I'm like, Pop, what's the deal? What's going on? He goes, ah, you know, this nap, blah, blah, blah. So we hang out. A couple hours in. I'm bored. He's bored. He's like, listen, I'm going to leave for a little bit. You all right? I'm like, yeah, sure. Maybe he wants to get food. I don't know what the fuck he wants to do. Uh, the guy doesn't speak any English. Nothing. So he walks out. I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. Hey, Papa. What do you got on you? He goes, what, what, what do you mean? I'm like, why, why, why don't you give me your gun? He's like, what? I'm like, give me your gun. He's like, I'm not giving you a gun. I'm like, well, well, well what if things, you know. Because he's, he's just got his hands cuffed. He's not tied to anything. Dude, he's just sitting on the bed with his yeah. feet up, with his back against the wall, handcuffed. That's it. That's it. So I'm like, well, what if fucking things get crazy? I'm like, give, give me a, like a billy club or something. You know, he's always got blackjack. My, my, my dad's a retired 
80s New York City cop. All they did was beat up black guys. That's all they did. They never arrested anybody. Just beat people up. They put them in the car. They took them somewhere. They beat them up. And they left them. That was their routine. No joke. That's how it was. So he, uh, he looks at me. He laughs. He's like, you fucking kidding me? I'm like, yeah, give me something. And I'm nervous now because he's leaving. Yeah. And the guy's definitely bigger than me. How many, how long before the other guy comes? I don't know. He just said, I'll be back. I'm like, how long are you going to be? He's like, I don't know. What the fuck does that mean? I don't know. I'm like, what, 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 what's going on? He's like, I'll be back in a little bit. Don't worry about it. I'm like, give me a fucking gun. Give me something. He goes, listen, you'll be okay. I'm like, well, what if he gets crazy? He goes, use your fist. <laughs> I'm like, holy shit. Old school, baby. He goes, he gets out of line, use your fist. And he looks at me like he's angry. He's like, use your fist. And this is this is his normal routine. He's yeah. been doing this all his life for at least 30 years, beating people up. Yeah. He's he's good at it. And he's probably about fucking 5'9". He's, but he's stocky. This motherfucker doesn't drink, doesn't smoke cigarettes, nothing. He just gets off on beating people up. Yeah. Use your fist And he leaves Was he a little, a little annoyed at you a little bit? A little bit Yeah like I was a <laughs> pussy <laughs> So now I'm, I'm I'm at the door Alright But I'm outside On on like this balcony type thing Where you gotta walk downstairs To get to your cars So I'm this motherfucker I, I walk in now I'm by myself And I'm scared I'm honestly scared I'm like 27 years old um, And I'm going to Anything happen Not for nothing This guy he has nothing to lose. He's locked up in a fucking hotel room. Yeah, he don't want to go back. He don't, dude. If I were him, I'd do anything I I could. There's nothing to lose. So, I walk in there and I take the back of my shirt and I like lift it up over over like my belt, you know, as if I I put a gun behind my belt. Yeah. I walk in and and I I give the guy a nod as I as I hold my sh- I pull my shirt down the back and I cross my arms and I look at him. And I didn't say anything. I just looked at him. I gave him a, a nod with like my eyes a little, a little, a little shut. Like sign, like yo, I got a fucking gun, and I will fucking shoot you. What are you wearing, by the way? I'm wearing jeans and t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, okay. but I don't, I don't put my back to him. My dad always said, don't put your back to him. Keep your eye on him and the TV. You know, because he's there a long time. He goes, don't fucking keep your eye off him. So I walk in, and as I walk in, I. I walk in in a direction so that when I sit, my face is towards him. All right? You got two beds, one on the left, one on the right, and then there's a little armchair and then the TV. So I sit in a little armchair and I sit down, but I don't sit down gently. I sit down as if like, you know, like I'm just slowly sitting down, like I got a gun in my back and I I like lift my my butt up a little bit and lean back as if, you know, I'm fucking, I'm I'm holding. Mm. I I looked at him, he gave me a look like he didn't, he didn't give a fuck. So, fucking dad is gone for hours. And I'm scared the whole time thinking this guy can grab a pen, jig me in the neck, grab the ashtray and fucking try and hit me in the head. Or just go berserk and try and run out. Well, how am I going to explain this to anybody? Yeah. I have no idea what I'm even doing there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm only in there a couple hours. And then, wh- what if cops come? Uh, uh, I'm watching him. Yeah. Why is he in handcuffs? I'm going to get arrested. This is a totally illegal operation, I think. So, my dad doesn't come in. Another guy comes in. The second second shift. Second shift guy rolls in. And it's just me. And this is an older black guy. He's got to be 
55, 60 years old. He's holding a little tote bag, a little leather tote bag. And he comes in and he's like, oh, and he's like, oh uh, hey, how you doing? I'm like, oh, I'm Larry's son. Oh, oh yeah, no, nice to meet you, this and that. I know you died a long time. And he still didn't sit down yet. He's still holding his bag. It's the first minute. He looks at me. He looks at the guy. And he goes, you fucking move one fucking bit. I will fucking smash your fucking face. Wow, setting a precedent. Right away. I'm like, he doesn't understand anything. He goes, oh, he understands that. <laughs> so now he sits down, all right? He sits down on the on the edge of the bed, and I'm talking to him. Wait a minute, the, guy, the, the new guy. Yeah, the new guy, the new black. He must have been the, a retired fucking detective, all right? He sits down on the edge of the bed. He same, un- same bed the guy's on. Uh, different, the bed across. I'm sitting the, uh, in a little armchair. Okay, the other bed, okay. He unzips his little black fucking leather bag. He opens it up. I think he's pulling out like a book or fucking something. And he looks up at the black guy, at the African. And he's like, you fucking kidding me? And he looks over at me. He goes, what the fuck? I'm like, huh? He goes, what the fuck is wrong with your father? You know, this type of shit pisses me off. I'm like, whoa, whoa, what's up? And I'm a little nervous now because I don't yeah, know what the yeah, fuck. Yeah. My dad's not even there. He's right. supposed to be there. Yeah. And I'm just I'm fucking some some kid fucking watching this guy. It's like he's Clark, like he's like to be here. your fucking father is unbelievable. Oh, he gets up. He pulls out fucking shackles, uh, which are the handcuffs for your for your legs. He gets up. He goes, come here, and he, he fucking pulls the guy over, and he he fucking he puts the shackles on really tight and he goes you fucking move one now he's talking to a guy that doesn't speak english he goes you move one fucking inch he's being very aggressive you move one fucking inch i will lock you up to the fucking sink because you know the sink has that thing yeah, that yeah. he goes i'll fi- i'll fucking leave you there and right away i'm thinking to myself what if i got to piss i'm going to fucking piss and this guy's going to be looking at my little white dick <laughs> That seriously, that's what's going on in my head. And he goes, "Your fucking father's unfucking believable, unfuck." I'm like, "What's up?" He goes, "You, this guy's got to be locked up. He, he, he's got nothing to lose." He goes, "That guy will fucking kill you." Yeah. Just like he's, he will fucking kill you. You think he cares about you? Now he's telling me all this shit. He goes. I don't know why dad didn't fucking lock him up. He's not fucking here. This is fucking unbelievable. He was upset. He wasn't shackled to nothing. He was just handcuffed. Just sitting on the bed with his back against the wall and and his legs up on the bed. I already pictured him sneaking up behind you and fucking strangling you with that fucking handcuff. Me too. Me too. That's why I yeah. had one eye on him and one eye on TV. Yeah. The triangulation going on. So my dad comes in, all right, and the black guy doesn't say a word to my dad about anything bad. Hey, how you doing, Larry? This and that. Ba, 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 ba. And he's like, I'll be back in a couple minutes. So now it's just me and my dad. I'm like, yo, this guy fucking flipped out and said all this shit about you and this and that. And he goes, listen, you know what? I made the guy comfortable so that he's not very erratic. I took his things off. He knows what's going to happen to him if he moves. He knows already. Trust me. He knows. And I'm like, oh, man, I'm caught in the middle of some fucking bullshit. Yeah. Oh, man. I was there like fucking five hours. And I'm like, all right, it's $125. Oh my god, this and that. I don't want to fucking be here anymore. And I'm texting the cop. I don't want to tell her what's really going on because she's an active duty cop. Yeah, yeah. And she's like, Where are you? What are you doing? What's the job? And I'm like, Ah, oh, I'll tell you when I get when I when I get around to it. 
And holy shit, was that the fucking weirdest thing ever. This is a true story. This really happened. Now, when you got the money, you must have felt like a million. That, that one, how much did you end up with? Well, it turns out I was only there for eight hours. My dad said, yeah, you, yeah I'm cool. No worries. You can, you can leave. So I stood there eight hours. I got $200. That 200 must have felt like a million. But. Oh, boy. Here's, there's always a but. But. Okay. Every once in a while, since my dad was there, I would get up, I'd walk around, I'd open up the door, we're on the second floor of a motel. So there's like the, the banister where you can right. walk out and you can like look over. And the next, the next thing over was a McDonald's. And you'd be looking into the back parking lot of the McDonald's. And then I hear a motorcycle start on the bottom floor. And I look over and it's this like little Chinese guy gets on a motorcycle. And I have a motorcycle, so right away I hear it and I look. I'm like, oh my God, well, I know that bike. It's a GSXR. And then this little fucking gay guy puts on his helmet and leaves. And then like another guy that's like our age, but probably 20-something at the time, like a, like a jock-looking dude. Leaves after him. I'm like, wow! I just saw a fucking. That's that's how gay guys do it. I guess they go to a hotel, and they fucking fuck. So I was a little creeped out. Yeah. Then I go back into the room, and I'm like, ah, this and that. And my dad went outside. I guess to make a phone call or something. And he comes back in, and he and he's like, yo, you can leave if you want. You know, eight hours is good. I'll make sure you get paid for it. I was like, all right, pop. So I gave him a hug, and I left. Hmm. And as I fucking shut the door, all right, and I look into the parking lot, which is fucking right in front of me. Yeah. There's a guy eating McDonald's, but like a fatter guy who's like 40-something years old. He looks over at me, and he points at me, and he laughs, and he did the blowjob fucking mouth thing. You know what I mean? (laughs) So I looked like the fucking fag coming out of a room. And my dad just gave my dad a hug, and I fucking walk out. And that guy gives me the old fucking, you know, the hand. The universal. The, hand, the universal blowjob sign. Tongue in cheek. And he looked at me, pointed, and went like this. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, fucking fuck. This is the weirdest eight hours of my life. He was all fat, too, greasy. <laughs> so I don't know if he was really there, like, jerking off or maybe trying to meet a gay guy or something. And <laughs> I think I wow. gave him the finger. All right, and I was scared too because I'm like, oh my god, he thinks I'm fucking fat, <laughs> and it really looks like it too, and all the shit that I'm covering up because there really is some illegal activity going on over there, and I'm like, give him the finger, and I just walked away. That's fucking great. So in his eyes, he really thought I was banging some other dude, but it's my dad. <laughs> you were banging your dad. I mean, there's a fucking illegal immigrant in the fucking hotel room, cuffed up. What a fucking disaster. All what a the, great story. And this is all true, bro. This really happened. And I went back the next day and did it. And I told my brother about it. And he went there and did it. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Same guy? Because he was, they had to hold uh, him for like two weeks, right? I had to hold him for two weeks. I, I only did fucking two times. And I was like, you know what? It's so fucking boring. And uh, I can eight hours. What did you do the whole time? Really, it was either a 10 or a 12 hour shift. He let me go early. He's like, yeah, don't worry about it. I got it. Can you imagine doing another four hours? Fuck that. All that crazy shit happened. All right. First of all, walking into that hotel room, seeing that shit, seeing the black guy in there, it's all cuffed up. The other guy, my dad leaving, not leaving me a gun or a billy club, blackjack, nothing. And then saying, use your fist. Here I am thinking I'm really going to have to get fucking physical. Yeah. I'm not a physical. I don't want that. Yeah. And then fucking he leaves, so my heart's racing. Oh, holy shit. The, the, now the other guy comes in. He fucking yells at me. He yells at my dad. And all and all the crazy he's yelling at the other guy. And then <laughs> watching the gay guys leave. And then I look like the gay guy. It was a 
fucked up fucking day, dude. This I gotta is, tell you, this is all after a full day of work. The, pit, the 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 picture I got in my head of a big fat greasy guy, one hand with a fucking Big Mac, and one hand giving you the blowjob signal is fucking <sighs> priceless. It's forever burned in my brain. I'm actually sitting here with my hand covering my eyes because I'm like, oh, it. I, I'm embarrassed to even think about that. Oh, it was gross. That's awesome, man. But uh, long hair, greasy, fucking I, I slick back. I picture Ugh. it. I hope. Please tell me his hair was black because that's how I picture it. Black. All greasy. He was in a minivan shit. too. Like that shit really probably happens for him in real life. All right. Well, with that, we're gonna uh, close out this show. Uh, thanks for doing uh, the show. Growing up, not growing old, man. I really appreciate it. Don't forget to give this guy some money. Drop him fucking anything. A dollar, five dollars. If you like the show, do it so he can have a real fucking setup. He's got a big mixer. He's got all sorts of fucking boxes for the headphones. And he's running off a fucking cell phone. Which is pretty fucking cool. <laughs> pretty cool. It took all of his fucking momentum and put it onto one thing. Do the right thing. Go. Fucking do it. GoFundMe.com backslash Gungo to G-U-N-G-O. Check me out on Instagram and Twitter and on YouTube at Gungo Podcast. I haven't made a video in a while, so I'm going to have to update that shit. It's not because I don't want to or I'm lazy. I just keep forgetting. I, I keep forgetting to make videos, so check me out on all your social media at Gungo Podcast. You want to plug anything, Jason? I'm Audi5000. All right, see you later. Later. Oh, wait. That's my Instagram name. Oh, okay. Oh, oh, shit. How do you spell that? O-U-T-Y-5-0-0-0 at Instagram. And I want to tell everyone to go to iTunes and uh, leave uh, comments and reviews. That's uh, important somehow. I don't know. But I like to see it anyway. And, um, you know, if you leave a review on the show, positive review, I'll, I'll, I'll fucking give you a shout on the show. I'll read the motherfucker on the show, too. So, uh, I thanks. Do the right thing. It's all free. Thanks for checking out the Growing Up, Not Growing Old podcast. Find us on Twitter and Instagram at Gungo Podcast. That's G-U-N-G-O Podcast. And listen to past episodes at gungo.podbean.com. When I come home from work, I'm fiending for an eight ball. I got crack on my mind, I'm hearing cocaine call. Telling me to beep the dealer to deliver me stuff. Keep it a secret from my wife, cause she thinks I don't use drugs. There I was, bleeding from my nose. And damn, I couldn't breathe, but I'm still thinking about the next gram. It's Friday night, I'm not trying to leave my crib, dude. I kill myself while the dealer's eating Japanese food. I ain't got no pride while buying the shit. I'm lying to myself, telling the runner I'm trying to quit. It's all made believe, I'll pretend that I'm true. And when you give me credit, I'll dodge you every chance that I get to. Even if it's good, I'll sniff it up in a minute. Beat you back and complain that you put too much cut in it. If you fall for that and bring me a new sack, I'll be making more crazy faces than Jim Carrey on crack. Cause yo, I'm ripped, I owe you loot. Plus I annoy you, I deserve to be murdered, but the coke is doing it for you. I got nerve, can you put them pills on my bill? Yo, I'll tell you we're friends, and yo, we don't even chill. I need drugs. Yo, I can't front, I got dope in my 
spleen And I'm telling everyone at this NA meeting I'm 38 clean I won't die even with tuberculosis I could go on forever mixing dope with my method on dosage You can find me at Brighton Beach at Coney Island Or Rikers Island My crack pipe's my violin I play alone to the police siren My eyes squint looking for crack on the floor Picking up red crumbs and lint I don't know who I am Ask me I couldn't say I took a chance and tried to get clean and it lasted one day Try to go to rehab too but couldn't get admitted And if money's missing from your pocketbook you know who did it I need drugs Thank you.